This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. For the latest Transformer news, reviews, and more, visit tformers.com. Some folks call it a Kaiser Blade, I call it a Sling Blade. Hey, you're listening to Radio Free Cybertron. This episode 670. I'm Brian Kilby. With me this week, we have Chris. I got a, I'm choked up. We got Don, Diecast, Matt, Rob, and maybe John DeLuna. I don't know. He's just listened last I heard. Sorry. We were talking about, like, that's the worst Sling Blade impression ever, but, you know, it doesn't matter. That's what we were talking about in pre-show. No, not only, Brian. I've, I've heard of them do that on John Boy and Billy, and yours is better. So. Yeah, we weren't really talking about Sling Blade on pre-show. That I was, was like the last 15 seconds before we switched over to regular it was show. A, so, you we know. were recording a Sling Blade podcast. That's what it was. Podcast well, you said you, you said you had a new podcast idea that would be very divisive and, you know, oh, that, okay. that qualifies. Yeah, okay, okay. That's something I mentioned pre-show. I, I will start it off because, um, so, like, I'm half, okay, I've been inspired. I don't even know how, but I, I know how. So there was a, a meme going around, like, favorite TV shows. And uh, I'm, this is going somewhere. Uh, like my top five, one, two of the shows. One, one's Mash, one's Transformers, and I. Uh, pardon me. One, uh, one Sanford and Son, The Simpsons, and Star Trek DS9. Um, so I, I've made no secret that like 20 years ago I started the Transformers Mash crossover fanfic that someday I plan on finishing. And right now we're under quarantine, but I feel like I have to work. I have to work my way up have to work my way up to doing the Transformers MASH fanfic. So I thought something a little light could be Sanford and Son and Transformers. Yes, Sanford and Son and Transformers. But I thought, if I'm going to go to do this Transformers content, where am I going to share it? Like, does it make sense on my personal website, which has no Transformers content? Does it make sense on RFC, which, which, you has, know, no Sanford which, and Son which has no fan fiction content anymore? The website did used to have fanfic. had my fanfic on it back 20 years ago. So I'm actually thinking about doing like an audiobook version of my Sanford and Son and Transformers fan fiction that I'm going to write. I hope, like it would be, yeah, I, mean, I would publish it in podcast form. I'm thinking about doing it through BrianKilby.com, but maybe I would sh- link to it from from RFC. And the amazing thing about this idea is that you don't even have to be a patron to enjoy this content. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I love, like, I just have an idea for it that is just so great that I've got to run with it. So I, 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 I think, I think I'm going to do it. Now, I really I'm thinking, do. now I'm thinking of Esther versus Megatron. Uh, no, well, okay. <laughs> yes. I would probably pay money to read. So uh, a central character is going to be, it's going to be Rollo, uh, at least oh, like the God. third, third episode. And it's going to be done in episodes, not chapters. Okay, please tell me there'll be a Prowl and Smitty team up. Uh, so Smitty does make an appearance in the episode with Rollo, but is okay. it really Smitty or is it a hologram? We'll find out. <laughs> oh God, that's terrible. I know, right? So yes, yeah. yes. Okay, but uh, that's something that I'm thinking about doing. This this quarantine has just completely ruined me and most people. I think. Okay, in yeah. very different ways. Yes, this is true. Uh, an ITF said Transformers with married with children. I like that idea. I think you should run with that. Actually, I would read it. I promise. That'd be wonderful. Okay, so uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Hey, so um, I knocked over something. It was a remote control. Doesn't matter. 
Uh, normally, I do like uh, contest stuff if we do a contest in the beginning of the show. It spoils a little bit later, but uh, I did find the uh, deluxe figures from the War for Cybertron Netflix show. So we're doing a contest on Twitter. Follow us and retweet, and you could win Decepticon Mirage. So for the people who actually listen to the show uh, on a uh, somewhat regular routine basis, uh, the contest ends September. Not September. It's not September. It's April. I've lost all track of time. I Sunday. mean, the contest could run for another four and a half months. I hope not. Uh, the contest ends on uh, Sunday, April 19th. And just follow and retweet. So I'll post it a couple more times. It's up there now. Uh, but uh, you could win it. So that's up there. What else? Yeah, Transformers and Elf. Could be a, that could work. Transformers and Alf. What if Melmac and Cybertron were like neighbors? What if Melmac was eaten by Unicron? <gasps> and that's why he left. That's why he immigrated from yeah. Melmac to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, you my! You got gosh. about one episode right there. Good no, job. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, gonna it's gonna be this. It's gonna be. Tra- yeah, it'd be. Um. It'd be a TV movie of the week. I like that. It's uh, the prequel. <laughs> it'll be one of the gambler TV, made for TV movies <laughs> or the rented strangers. Yeah. And Brian uh, Catbird 25 says web world, but Cyclonus takes Galvatron to see Fraser Crane. Oh, see, I like the idea, but it's not really my speed of something I would write. I'm all about doing Sanford and Son and Transformers. And I seriously think I will at least, at least do a couple. So, I, I just, I really do want to, I really do want to do them in audio format, though. We'll see how that Brian, goes. Brian, I, I blame the entire Discord chat on you tonight. Okay, Anthony, I'm sorry. Anthony TF said, "Didn't Alf end with him going back?" I have no, no idea. How no, I did not. Alf, Alf ended. Alf, the TV series Alf ended with the government closing in and him missing his chance to go home. There was a TV movie it's horrible that didn't even have the family. Nope. He's in that was, he's in government uh, custody. Yeah, and then oh, that's he's at Area Fifty One. Nice, it's horrible. Galvatron. Galvatron. Okay. Uh, yeah, stop blaming the entire chat on you tonight, Brian. Hey, uh, so uh, like I mentioned last week, we're we're gonna do. Th- hey, thank you to the new patrons that have joined. Uh, we appreciate that. You guys are awesome. We love you. Uh, we're doing a uh, soft sell. Is the way that I've heard other people do it. Uh, if you want to join up, help us out, patreon.com slash TF radio, but we're not going to hammer you over the head with it. Once all of this passes, we'll hammer you over the head with it. So probably twice as hard. Yeah. Twice we, as we hard. We got some mileage to make up here. Yes. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got going on? Hey, if you're watching live, we love you. Uh, if you're not watching live, we still love you, but you should join our discord server at tfradio.net slash discord. And uh, when we are live, no matter where you watch, whether it's on uh, Twitch or if you're the, one of the three people that watch on Twitch uh, or YouTube uh, or a Periscope slash Twitter, Facebook, wherever, just chat along at tfradio.net slash Discord. You can still chat wherever you're at and just don't look at, say, the YouTube chat as often as I used to. Apologies, guys. I do love you, but uh, Discord is free. You don't have to install anything. You can do it in your browser, tfradio.net slash Discord. And you can come you can come talk with some of us and you know other people who are into the show like even when the show's not on which is not a thing youtube really offers this is true that's why i love it yeah i didn't want to to begin with i was hesitant but now i'm a i'm a convert i'm a convert we got a great (laughs) big convert marching he's been converted 
being converted. In any case, we're having a nice conversation in the Discord now about various uh, Transformers and sitcom mashups. So um, some of our participants are flushing out Kilby's Stanford and Son idea. Well, I can't look because I don't steal any ideas. Yeah. So. Well, well, well. If someone old old enough like me can remember heart to heart, you get a heart to heart with Transformers and have cu- and cut play both roles with since Lionel Stander was in both. Oh God, someone else. Okay, I better better drop this. Sanford and Son and Transformers. I will seriously at least write one. I'll try to record it. So, BrianColby.com. I'll have uh, have other podcasts there too. Okay. Uh, hey, did anybody get anything this week? I'll go I did. last. Oh, I'll go. Don. Don cleaned yep. it. Yep. I got I got a couple of things. Uh, off topic, I got two really cool things I'm going to bring up. One, I got a book. By Sophie Way to go, Aldred. Don. Yeah, but by Sophie Aldred, better known as Ace from Doctor Who. She's, oh. uh, she, she's wrote a novel, and it concerns her time after the show ended. Uh, as far as Ace's character, I'm looking forward to this because she meets Jodie Whittaker's doctor in this book, and I'm looking to see Is that what the happened. Hound? Hmm? Nothing. No, nope. So again, as everyone knows, Ace is the best classic Doctor Who companion of all time. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, a stop by my Walgreens actually netted me Vincent from the Black Hole. Oh, oh nice. I saw you share that. I thought that was the thing from Walmart. No, actually, it's it's a it's a, it's a Walgreens exclusive. Um, they didn't have they did not have Vincent. They did not have Maximilian. And the Vincent and Bob two pack, I don't know where that's supposed to be showing up because its price point is above what these were. But this is a great looking figure, a lot of accessories, a stand, tons of plug in. You know, if you ever, I'm sure everyone, a lot of people have seen the Black Hole because it's a really interesting movie. But this was a really nice find out of nowhere at the Walgreens. Was that a Disney movie, Don? Yeah, yeah, that, that was one of Disney's last. It's one of their last purely practical effects. But it did have some rudimentary early CGI in it, so it was. But w- it was mostly heavy, heavy practical effects. There's a lot of classic Disney matte paintings in that for like the star fields and stuff. So Ooh. it's a really visually impressive movie. Uh, plus, you had Roddy McDowell voicing Vincent and Slim Pickens doing Old Bob, which was oh, Slim of Pickens, fun. awesome. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> I'm not sarcastic. Of- I think I genuinely think that's awesome. Yeah. And if you if you're not sure of Slim Pickens, he's been he's been in every cowboy he was in every cowboy every movie ever made. He uh, was in every cowboy every ever made. Yeah, I'm very tired. I worked, you know. I said I worked 13 hours one day, and I was 14 and a half the, the other day. So I'm real tired. Our audience are probably knowing from Doctor Strange Love, uh, famously yeah. the end. He's writing the atomic bomb. Is it? Yeah, you know. or Blazing Saddles uh, as the right hand man to Hedley Lamar. Uh, the one who got hit by the shovel. Uh, Transformer wise, uh, Hasbro Pulse. I decided to get a little bit, a couple things. I got Off Road Bumblebee. They just arrived today, and I got Jet Mode Shatter. Nice. So I decided to get those, and I've got some other stuff coming in. Uh, it's not here yet. I was hoping it would have been here today, so I'll have that for next week. Uh, nothing locally. That's why I'm buying online for the most part. Safer that way too. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, that's all I got this week. Oh, cool. Matt, what'd you get? Uh, I got several things. Um, first and foremost, I got a Marvel Legends. Yeah. I got, I got Mach 1. Yes, that is awesome. It, it really is. It awesome. is awesome. His, his, his wrists are a little wobbly, but other than that, spot on. That is spot awesome. On sculpt. I need to get Love that it. one. 
Yeah, I, I immediately moved Beetle down to the Masters of Evil end of the shelf. Nice. And, and Mach 1 <laughs> took, took Abner's place on my Thunderbolts. Oh, well, Mach 1 was Beetle? Yeah. Okay, I thought he was somebody else. I could, I, okay, I was getting my, my Thunderbolts mixed up. And um, the Earth has risen at my Walmart. So I got what do you think? several. Nice. Uh, um, Cliff Jumper, what do so, you think? Cliff Jumper, uh, I like him. I like him a whole lot. Um, the part where the car chunk comes off the back, yeah, I'm not in love with that. I um, thought it was so interesting. It, I, uh, I, I accept it. I understand it's going to happen to RC as well, but um, let's end it there. Did you uh, like, did like you use the try, manual? Try and find a way around that, please. No. Okay. No, yeah. I so yeah. So like I happened across that, and I'm like, holy crap! I, I didn't expect it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, you know, a figure this size with this kind of posability and it's and insane. transformation com- complexity. I'm. I really, really like it. I like it more than I thought I would. It totally justifies being a deluxe. I think Chris originally was the one that said that. It it absolutely does. At, at that size, it's still kind of painful paying twenty dollars for it. I I think it's worth it. It's great. I, I'm kind of like right in between it. where you and Matt are on this. Yeah. Like I I think it I think in complexity it justifies being a deluxe. But yeah, it does it does kind of hurt still paying yeah. the twenty dollars for it. And I'm just well, glad I if, got mine off the internet where there was some distance between when I paid that yeah. twenty dollars and when I actually had the toy in yeah. hand. So it wasn't as fresh, yeah. you know, as but much I'll, salt I'll, in the wound. But I'll be honest, if the transformation was a lot less interesting, it probably would feel a lot more of a overpriced. Because I think that transformation is a lot of the satisfaction of the toy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh I also but the thing is too like with, Anybody who's listened to the show for, you know, any stretch of time knows I'm into, like, um, interesting accessory design and Cliffjumper's bazooka that can break down into all this other stuff and, you know, be utilized in different ways. Like, that's something that plays specifically to my interests. I'd like it to be able to do do a little bit more than it does, but, like, I'm, I'm into that as added play uh, play feature to that and I was really interested too when I found out that like in terms of the number of parts involved and the literal mass of the plastic involved is exactly equal to a battle master so like there's definitely possibilities for different kinds of pack-ins with future uses of this mold slash engineering anyway Matt please continue okay I also got Wheeljack who I don't like quite as much as, as I like Cliff Jumper. he's yeah pre- pretty he's Kind of meh. Yeah, I I don't like the color of the white plastic. Yeah, it, 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 it's an off white. It it looks like it was in a smoker's home for a couple years, kind of. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but at least it's not that ape face plastic. At least it's and, not that. And yeah, and he he definitely transforms into a rectangle with wheels. Um, yeah, he does. I mean, he does. Really looks like Wheeljack. Yeah, kind of. But, but I'm he sorry, looks I'm just... like Wheeljack. I'm I'm just thinking about, you know, you said it looked like you've been in the smoker's home for a couple of years and they talk anymore about their painstaking, uh, you know, color matching. And it's like, yeah, they, they painstakingly color match this to somebody's <laughs> childhood wheeljack <laughs> that they swear is in mint condition and is not uh, uh, discolored at all. They hey, promise. Well, it was AFA graded after it sat on somebody's shelf for 15 years. Uh-huh. Yeah. With Will, with Wheeljack, it's almost like... It's almost like he, they, they, he has no person. The, Will Jack is always a dynamic looking figure in the show with his angles and his colors and stuff. That toy has no personality. It's just kind of there. 
Yeah, mean, honestly, mean, that's, that's like, feels. I kind of like the 2010 wheeljack a little better as a wheeljack. Uh, I'm, I agree. I'm leaning that way toward, or leaning that way myself. Yeah, I mean, I this wheeljack is is fine. It's not a bad toy at all. Um, mm. uh, as opposed to Cliff Jumper, this uh, transformation is pretty straightforward. But uh, yeah, just I like Cliff Jumper way better. Maybe mm. you'll like that more as Sunstreaker. Maybe, but um. I also got Hoist. Huh. Now, I I like Hoist. I, I think Hoist is a strong. I like, I like it. I like Hoist as well, but some of the plastic in in some places feels a little scary, almost like when you're trying to transform him. Like the the arms don't want to fold down into truck mode. They don't want to fold down at the shoulder. Hmm. I don't think I have that experience with mine. Well, I hope I don't have that experience anymore. I I, I hope the the first time did the did the trick but the only thing i wish is they had taken care of the arm flaps for trailbreaker that's the only thing i wish they could have done something yeah. different so that way trailbreaker would be a little bit closer and this was coming from the guy who was like oh great g1 again but trailbreaker is <laughs> one of g trailbreaker is one of those well, characters yeah trailbreaker always gets the be, short end of the stick because he's I mean, always the well like, realistically Realistically, it's always oh great G one again until they get to that one thing you've been waiting for them to do. Yeah, Snapdragon. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, Matt. Um. Nonif has an upgrade set out for Hoist now with like a different option part for the one hand and some other add-on stuff that you might want to take a look at. Uh, and I got Grapple. And nice. Grapple is super nice. I really like this one. Uh, the truck mode. Everything comes together quite nicely. Um, Did you have issues but, with the peg with the pegs? Uh, one of them is a little bit snug, but not not um, like concerning concerningly snug. Uh, the other one's fine. Good. So, but uh, I do have the problem with as big as hoist is as a deluxe. It makes <laughs> grapple look like it looks small as a Voyager when they stand next to each other. Other than that, you know, Grapple is pretty freaking great. Yeah, I can't wait for the Inferno of that mold. And the art fire. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, because they've got, they've got enough, this time, they've got enough Battle Masters, gun Battle Masters, to give us an actual Target Master with the Selects version, whereas they didn't do that with the Stepper Recolor. That came from that Jazz. Yeah, because that just came out at the wrong time. And off of that Jazz mold. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, if that, if somebody had I mean, if, if that still... jazz mold had wait, I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, I'll let you finish. If that jazz mold had come with a battle master to make it a little more closer to Stepper, I think it would have helped the overall package value because it'd be closer to what it was supposed to be. But just that jazz in Stepper colors and no target master was like you're missing the point of the character. I'm kind of hoping at this point, like with what we're seeing of Earthrise um, smokescreen, that they'll take some of what they're doing there and we'll get another jazz already before Earthrise is over. Because yeah. like, I think they could do something at this point that would rival 2010 jazz. 2010 jazz is such a good figure, though. It is yeah, such it a is. good figure. But like, that's how much confidence I have in Earthrise right now. I think they could actually like do jazz that kind of justice again. And then we would get the ricochet and probably be have a battle master included because we have battle masters now that can be included. Cool. 
And last but not least, I got more sea cons. <laughs> Sweet. I got not a later in Sea Wing. And Sea uh, Wing, I mean, he's he's the the cutthroat um, swoop power of the primes mold. So he he seems like skinny compared to everybody else on the team so far. But I mean, th- but the head sculpts on these things are still just knocking it out of the park for me. They're great. The the beautiful, gorgeous Seacon colors on these molds. Oh yes, and <laughs> Nautilator actually. When I opened him up, I was surprised at how chunky he is. Like he, he is, he is a good size straight out of the box. That's a big lobster mode, but he's got some nice weight to him. Um, the only thing about him is the the little fold over hinge with the the crab the crab legs where it doesn't really peg into anything. It just kind of free floats there. Uh huh. But that's the only thing that I that I can fault it with. Like, it's great. It's so beautiful. <laughs> so very, very beautiful. Uh, that, that's a blot again, right? I believe so. Yeah, that's why we like it so much. Yes. And I, I love the way they remolded his forearms. Where that, like the whole thing, just the whole claw just rotates and around to reveal yeah. his robot fist. Great. And I didn't do it on camera, but oh well. <laughs> I, yeah, I, we get the impression. It's mostly audio sh- audi- audience anyway. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, I am so happy with this with all four of these Seacons I have so far. Hopefully, uh, TF Source will get me the last two here soon. I need them so yeah, badly. I, I I suspect you know we'll be waiting regardless of source at this point, just because shipping from overseas is a little bit challenged at the moment. Yeah, but uh, that's everything I got this week. I'll go next. I just have one thing that'll be kind of quick. Uh, so somebody sent me Transformers the manga off of my Amazon wish list. I have Sweet. no idea who because there was no note included, but thank you, whoever you are. Uh, I read through a few chapters of it already, and like, I mean, I get, I get the comments about how it's you know for five year old, which it is, but like, if you like ignoring the writing quality, like it's still really good because the art in here is really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm fine with the writing the way it is, because, like, I understand the context in which this was produced. I mean, this is not like it was, you know, sold as standalone comic issues for a, a particular target audience. This was included in something like TV magazine or whatever was around back in 85. You know, it was just it was a publication in another publication just to promote the thing. And like, it works for me. It's very straightforward and. Uh, it's a very different take on the aesthetic style of the Transformers, uh, even compared to other Japanese art we get now, um, like the Legends comics, which are just insane. Um, but like, I really like what it's doing. It's stylized, but it's also like really precise art. It's very consistent from page to page and panel to panel. Like, I'm really into how it looks. So I've got a lot of this uh, volume left, and I'm looking forward to getting uh, into the rest of it. And and there's that like uh, mini art book section in the back of it too, which is even better because like that's just all that nice art style, and you know, no uh, no writing to half ignore. But Sweet. it does it it does have that one you know really beautiful line which they even highlight in the back cover. We are Autobots from America. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> or we are Transformers from America. I know you. You're the heroic Autobots. It's wonderful. It's good. 
So again, whoever sent this, thank you so much. Uh, reach out on you're, Twitter you're if you can. I, I would like to thank you directly. You're welcome. It was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. You mentioned it like last week or week before that uh, that was on your wish list. I'm like, everyone should have that. And now I do. Thank yes. you. <laughs> well, reach out on Twitter so I can thank you directly. Okay. Will do. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. Who else? Uh, Diecast? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I got oh, yeah. three of our awesome shirts. Oh, nice. This is the orange G1. Oh, as That works well. I have that uh, from our old store in gray, and I didn't think that another color would look as good, but orange looks great with that. Yeah, orange I looks love good with everything. What are you talking about? I love how this new store, you can select whatever color you want. It's awesome. Awesome. Um, also, Brian, we were talking about I was worried because I got the cheap shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really high quality. It, oh, it's I, great. I, yeah, it is. I'm wearing it now. I would think I would think it's soft and they made a mistake. Like it's that good. I'm really happy with it because it's not what I expected. It's a hundred times better than what I expected. So the old store, I think the base fabric for this is better than the base fabric for the old store. But the premium for the old store, and I haven't had premium yet from the new store. The premium was like butter for the for the old store. I love yeah. that. I need I need to try a premium shirt. These are great. I, I'm fine with these. So I got I got the orange robot collector G1. I got the uh, green RFC uh, shirt. Classic, yeah, yeah, which I really like. And then I uh, G2. I got the. No, the tech specs for headmasters. Oh, the, the headmaster, yeah. And I got that Purple. in like a blue. Yeah. Which worked out really nice too. I'm really happy with all three shirts. If you want to see the shirts, they're on my Twitter at diecast2. Um, awesome. Uh, or you can go to slash shirt and buy one for yourself. Yes. Yeah, I highly recommend them. They're awesome. Um, especially like we were lucky enough to get them on a sale. And they were like, oh, the sales great. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they do sales. Do they do sales often? Do you know? I assume the sales are up to the individual, uh, you know, I think they're site wide owner. Are they? I thought that was something that was set at the, you know, user level. Uh, I, John, you there? I'm pretty sure they're site wide. I've like with those. uh, Yeah, they're site wide. Yeah. I I don't know if it's uh, with T public, but I have heard of other retailers uh, that force sales on. Their um, designers and designers get like nothing for the the shirts that get sold, which sounds so horrible. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also got the two Seacons, and I was immediately nervous because I haven't opened any of my Seacons. So let me show you my my dilemma. Yeah, we'll talk about this a little bit. I got. You know, TTGS06 and TTGS02. And I'm like, wait, shouldn't I have gotten one and two already since I got two already? I did not realize that uh, one was three, which was the center bot. Her door. And the the other one was four. So I still don't. Diecast actually sent me a tech message about this the other day, uh, which prompted me to kind of look into this. So, um, of course, we got Star Convoy. That was um, TTGS01. Because it's just the Takashara Toby generation selects and then the number in the sequence, um, which appears to be something only Hasbro is doing. The Takara stuff, if you get directly from Japan, like through TF Source or Toy Dojo or someone, 
um, none of that appears on any of the packaging. Is as it's what's added to the pulse inventory uh, after the fact. Um, what appears to have happened. So there was Stark Convoy. Then the next Takaratomi Generation Selects that Hasbro Pulse carried was Turtler, uh, but that was labeled as TTGS03. So I think someone kind of goofed when they were setting up the the Seacon numbering and assumed that there were even a second one and skipped the number. And now they've gone back with uh, Kraken, ah. I think we determined it was, to fill in that slot. So the numbers all line up. So in the middle of the second wave, along with uh, figure number six, I think, you get TTGS02. And one of the other problems, which it made me even more confused, is on the invoice. <laughs> and there's your address. It said, probably, it says, uh, <laughs> it says TTGS05. And I'm like, yeah, well, I have all these and I don't have five. So where's five? <laughs> so apparently <laughs> what Chris figured out is five is five is five, two. Yeah. Five is two. So I, I was a little confused as to why, why my Seacon numberings were all messed up and the invoice didn't match the boxes, which was even more confusing to me. Yeah. It's uh, a little bit of a goof. But it's all going to work out in the end. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, like the the Japanese packaging, which the majority of people are going to have, doesn't even give any reference to this. So it's literally just going to be a footnote on the wiki. And anybody looking back on this years later is not going to know the difference. Yeah. So it just entertainingly confused Diecast for a few days. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, my God. I was like, because <laughs> I know what happens when, you know stuff like this happened like i just kept thinking of brian and you know his uh piece broke off his optimus prime or convoy yeah his star convoy and then you couldn't get another star star convoy from pulse and i was like oh my god that's like i don't even like i don't even really care about these seacons i mean i want them on my shelf but i'm like <laughs> to be missing one out of the group would be terrible <laughs> i would have to source it from somewhere else i'm sure um so i got that I got the Seacons, and then I also got, uh, this is the, not upscaled, it's the straight one-to-one KO of Movie Megatron, MPM-08, I guess, MPM-9? Yeah, yeah, but this one is the, they refer to it, Donald, though, the Honey Badger one, uh, and the paint is a little bit darker, it's not that light gray plastic. Um, so this figure looks in my mind a a lot better. Uh, so I was able to get him. His shipping box was ridiculously big when I got it in the mail. I was like, and and when they told me to price to ship it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And then I get the, this huge package for this little tiny figure or it. I mean, it's not that it's tiny, but it's certainly the package was, three times bigger than it needed to be keeps it safe i i yeah it keeps it safe but i hate <laughs> when they do that for shipping reasons because you would rather receive broken items no no because i would just rather than be packed better and shipped in smaller boxes the bigger the box more expensive is the ship yeah yeah well that's your problem not theirs yeah yeah but it, it's a problem well not so much that because that usually doesn't go out to U.S. retailers, but like there were some third-party products, and third parties finally started to learn like make the boxes as small as you can. Uh, oh yeah, 
except for I've noticed, except for the um, what is it? Diecast, the company that made the Starscream you have last week. The oh, the Starscream I had last the clear week. one. The Ghost coordinated oh, Starscream. That's a New Age. New Age. I found that their packages are still like you know two or three times bigger than they need to be, at least for certain toys. Like the Bumblebee figure takes up; it fits like in one corner of the box. Yeah, like Cliff Jumper or Trey's Cliff Jumper. Yeah, <laughs> but but still, they're they're not that big, so it doesn't oh, no, matter if they make the bit you know mop box a little bit bigger. Um, and the the last thing I got uh, is Fans Toys Sheridan. You said transforming it the first time was not fun. Not fun, and apparently they have a problem. If you're on video, you can see um, the legs fall off. And my right leg is a little bit loose. There's a pin inside and apparently it's very short that connects this whole bottom leg piece. So what fans toys is doing, I believe is they're shipping out uh, screws. So if that falls out, you can then screw it in, but there's not currently a screw in there now. So after transforming transforming it once i was like you know what i really don't want to transform this thing anymore because i don't want to risk breaking that leg and i don't know if it was loose out of the box or if it was loose after i transformed it i have no idea because i didn't even really notice it till after i transformed it how does it so compare to bad cube oh it's so much better it's so much thinner um it's got a really nice mass to it the transformation's actually <laughs> a little bit better so Rodimus um, Supreme said your leg isn't loose die cast. Warpath's leg is loose. <laughs> Rodimus Supreme, you can't prove that. I love that. That made me laugh. <laughs> but uh yeah, he he's he's excellent. I I really uh, other than the leg that might possibly fall off. Uh but they yeah, are Yeah, that's that's always a drag. Yeah. Um everything's a little tight. Like you can get extra rotation out of the arm, but you kind of gotta pull it out. And then there's a you know an an extra hinge in there so you can hinge out and stuff like that. Um, so the arms are a little bit wonky to use, but he looks just so great in both modes, and uh, he feels really nice. He just might you know might lose a leg every once in a while, and it's amazing how you know after having Bad Cube's War Dog how bulky that figure is. It's really amazing in hand how, how slim this figure is. So I really like it. I'm just, I'm not going to do a video on it just because I'm afraid I'll break it if I transform it again. But that's so entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Last thing I want is that, you know, I already got him stickered. So, you know, he, he's ready to go on the shelf. So, cool. and that's it. Uh, Rob, did you get anything? Uh, I got uh, Rise of Skywalker on Blu-ray and a new pair of pants. <laughs> I need to get right. Oh, wait, no, I don't need to get Rise of Skywalker. I have. I can do with a new pair of pants, though. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up. So um, Kim always complains that I have more clothes than she does. So I literally bagged up 75% of my wardrobe and uh, donated to Goodwill. So now most of my shirts are either RFC shirts or like cat shirts yeah so, not like literally now my entire non-work wardrobe is cat shirts and rfc shirts uh okay so i'll start a couple things um 
I last week I think I had the V Master Reel. I was also bidding, bidding on a carded one that got pretty cheap. So it's that set. <clears throat> um, what order to go in? I also got Sea um, Wing and Not a Leader. I don't really have thoughts on them. I haven't had a chance to transform them yet. I want to interrupt you real quick here. Yeah. Just uh, so Prime read in the chat uh, is encouraging Diecast to do the video because his sadness over Dinobot made his week. Oh yes, actually that's a good point. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just had to interject. No, please, please, please. I, I'm still sad about Dinobot, by the way. <laughs> uh, last week during the show, I was confusing uh, Road Ranger or Night Ranger, and I didn't realize that Night Ranger was its own GoBot. I ordered it during the podcast, so I got uh, one. It's loose, but in fantastic shape with the card, and this came from a retailer called Bradley's for $3.47 originally. Yes, Don? Yeah. Uh, actually, Brian, Bradley's was in Greensboro there for a while. And when they closed out, when they, when they closed down their stores, they had a huge sale on their Transformers. I picked up Headmaster Juniors. I picked up a ton oh, wow. of stuff on clearance. So, yeah, they, they were locally down in this area for a short period of time before they all closed. They were kind of like a, they were kind of like a target. They were mostly known for being up north. They were just starting to come down this way, but they were more like the upscale target experience at that time in the mid nineties. Cool. Very cool. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run through uh, these right here. Uh, I mentioned that I got uh, the, at least the deluxe figures from the war for Cybertron series. And I'm going to basically go in order of how whelmed I am. <laughs> so, uh, Gosh, I'm going to start with Chromia. If you if it was in the box with the other toy, I couldn't tell you which was which. Uh, Hound, I could almost not tell you which was which. Uh, I mean, it's not bad. It's just, I mean, it's got the gold and the scuffing and everything. I mean, it's, but it's not dramatically different. Uh, Sideswipe looks a little better. Still not super crazy about the toy, but um, it is what it is. Uh, so that leaves two. I will tell you. Next on the list is Mirage. It looks great. It really does. It's a nice deco. Uh, it looks really sharp. And honestly, I thought this was going to be my favorite of them all before I opened them. I, I just think it looks phenomenal. I love the colors. Uh, it's it's an interesting take. And as Chris pointed out, all the plastic is opaque. But Scrap Face. Well, well, I'm glad you like the way those look, Brian. Yeah, Scrap Face is flipping amazing isn't it's, he yeah it's the reflector mold or refractor and i honestly i'm like oh, okay i'll get it but in hand it's beautiful it is gorgeous it is it just looks fantastic i love it and i want a new character more. i mean yeah. how often does that happen i know yeah like we uh like we say back in the day when you would get a new toy you would say oh i can't wait to see what they repaint this into as a new character. That's just the way it was. Uh, I flipping love it. So uh, I'm going to get two more and make a scrap face camera that will make no uh, sense, but it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's lovely. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with like the weird things. So uh, this isn't that uh, interesting, but um, I got three more of, it was a lot <clears throat> and I just didn't happen to have any of them. Three more of the, uh, uh, Happy Mill St. Louis test toys, uh, green and black cliff jumper, uh, red and black bumblebee. 
and yellow and red gears. So now I'm a third of the way through all cool. of those. Yeah. And I, I, I don't want to say I think it's the, the pandemic, but I basically got these for half of what I normally pay per item. So um, realistically, I don't want to call it a bargain, but these weren't much, these were about the price of a Voyager each. As opposed oh. to some of them being like a hundred bucks, as I've seen, as I've skipped out on several lately. So, nice. uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. what else? Oh, I think I mentioned this before. Last week I had the uh, Transmetal 2 Megatron. I'm in box. Uh, got Transmetal Megatron to save it. Yeah. It'll go on the shelf. It'll be safer there. It'll be safer there. Two more things, sort of. Uh, I didn't know this existed, and I happened across it. It is from Brazil. Transformers. And this is useful now because this is now currency. Transformers bottle caps. Mm-hmm. Coke bottle caps. So it's a cliff jumper, a thundercracker, a prowl. I'll show them. These are all Sprite. Apparently they also exist in Coke. Uh, Rumble, who is red, so it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devastator. These are vintage from the 80s, apparently. Sideswipe, Galvatron, so it's my favorite. Willjack, um, oh, Bombshell, and Ultra Magnus. So I don't, have, I don't think I have a complete set. So um, That's really interesting, though. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. Was like, it was cheap, too. It was like seven bucks. And it came with this um, thing to keep track of it on. So the interesting thing, though, <laughs> you look at the Hasbro. This is apparently vintage to the 80s. On that side, it has, maybe this is a, this could be a reproduction, I don't know. But on this side, it has what I consider the more modern Hasbro logo. Yeah. And on this side, oh, yeah. it has the vintage Hasbro logo. Uh, yeah, Hasbro didn't start using that logo until well after the... Yes, yeah, so I don't know. This could be reproduction, but it has the spot for the bottle caps on it. So, I don't know. It's, I'll have to look into it. There's not a lot of information on the internet about it. Uh, we also have a request from the Discord to post pictures of the bottle caps on Twitter. They weren't showing up very well in the yeah, video. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, we were getting glare. Yeah, I'll yes. do that. Uh, last thing, it's actually three. Um, the Happy Mail transfer stuff made me think of there's some other um, fast food premiums that I missed out on. And they're not expensive. They're cheap. And they're easy to get a hold of. A lot of these are. And I got these men on sealed card. Uh, these are the Wendy's GoBots. I got three of them. Ah. Uh-huh. So Breeze, uh, Oddball, and Skyfly. Don, what do you know about these? Because I know basically nothing. Ah, uh, Skyfly is the one I had as a kid. Yeah, but like, so these seem way nicer than normal uh, premiums. So these are these yeah. are legit uh, machine robo figures. No, those. If they came from Japan, it was from a different line that Bandai did at the time. I actually have never, I've owned one or two of them through the years, but I've never actually sought them out to add the collection. Um, I, but I, I think they were either made for the U.S. market for the, you know, for the uh, promotion or from another Bandai line that they had that was like, get for the, it was been like Gashapon or something along those lines in Japan. I don't really remember which. Okay. Yeah, I know nothing about them. Yeah, uh, I've never. They're cheap, so I'm going to complete yeah, the set. So that's. Yeah, I've owned one or two through the years, but I've never actually gone back and sought them out as an adult collector. Um. So, yeah, I, I didn't have a Wendy's as a kid, so I never, I didn't have access to any of these. So, okay, uh, a couple things. Hey, uh, so 
Uh, let's jump to, I guess, the news. Really, only one news item this week. NPM uh, 10 Starscream revealed. Chris did a RFC News Desk episode 90 on it. And, you know, I, I don't really like the Starscream character design, but the toy looks really interesting, honestly. Uh, I mean, it's got, like, articulated fingers and stuff. And a mouth. And a mouth. Uh, the product page on Taobao has it at roughly $250. That can't be right. It's apparently not because the the in the Hasbro information, it's a Target exclusive in the U.S. and I think they had it at like one sixty. Okay. And the the um, Japanese pricing from when we heard about this last month was a uh, twenty thousand yen price point, which corresponds much more to the hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy from Hasbro's information than it does from the seventeen hundred ninety nine yuan on Taobao. Yeah. I mean, it looks nice. I I might consider this one, honestly. Uh, the, I mean, I'm not going to buy it, but I I appreciate it, sort of. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can see why they made that leader, the original leader price point, uh, Starscream, into a masterpiece because it had a lot of good. Well, okay, I don't want to say good engine. It had a lot of. It had a lot of engineering. Yeah, it had a lot. <laughs> it had a lot of engineering. And if and if you're going to take any anything from the Hasbro mainline and make it a masterpiece, uh, like a USA edition masterpiece or something, that made perfect sense. You know, because it was it was a lot more intricate than some of the other figures at the time. I just haven't even touched mine in years, so I have no idea of how much better this will be. You know, but. Uh, but you know, I, I like it. I like the way it looks. Just I'm not sure if I have a if a hundred and sixty dollars like it. Yeah, yeah. The like the only appreciation I ever really had for movie Starscream was just because like I like the F twenty two as an aircraft design. But that's not really a basis to buy an expensive toy like this. It is for yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not for me. Is what yeah, I'm saying. Right. <laughs> I mean, I do want to say the product photos that came out when this story was released are probably better and you may not agree but to me they're probably better than a lot of product photos we've gotten in recent past because they would not show this figure head on in every photo it's tilted to not show that big triangle beast that that figure always has been um i thought whoever did the product photos did a really great job and i just wanted to mention that because that was the first thing i thought of when i saw those photos is wow these are so much better product photos than we usually get i know that the hasbro china images were formatted in a way that looked like they were for um portrait orientation phone viewing so that may have played a part in how they posed the toy because as you say uh starscream is a giant triangle often referred to as a dorito uh and you know <laughs> if you try to fit all of that into a you know portrait orientation on a phone screen you're gonna have a very small image of starscream a lot of dead space above and below now yeah. they now they can recolor that starscream into a dorito's colored orange for one oh, of the damn it, i don't have to buy it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, and, I'm just I'm, I'm just thinking of that that color now on that figure. That'd be like be it'd be, it'd be something different. One hundred and sixty dollars is kind of high for a movie masterpiece. I mean, what was 
What was Megatron was in that was... Megatron was in that neighborhood, and Starscream's going to be uh, basically the same size overall. Yeah, I'm, I'm just in it, and I hate to be. I never was this way, but I'm starting to be like it as fast as other companies are knocking them off and making them so much cheaper. I'm like, I don't want that character that bad to spend $160 on it. But if he's 60 bucks, I may pick him. I I don't want it bad enough to steal from the mouths of Hasbro employees and car employees by buying a knockoff. Uh, (laughs) I'm being horrible, but yeah. uh, Well, I mean, another component to the knockoff argument like this could end up being another uh movie masterpiece ironhide situation again where the official version is just not really put together that well and the knockoff could very well tie up some of that not that it's i possible yeah not that i'm necessarily advocating for buying a knockoff as such um it's just something to <laughs> note that has happened yeah, you know, well, I, 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 would, I don't do even know for either. sure that a knockoff of studio or not studio uh, movie masterpiece Ironhide exists that fixed the problems that existed with that. It's just a possibility for yeah that to happen. Sometimes, sometimes these figures just yeah are not worth buying. Even like if Bayverse isn't your thing, even some of the the uh, the the G one style. Like I'll tell you, uh, MP forty four. No, it was forty four. Was my forty three was Optimus. The, no, 44 is Optimus. 44 is Optimus. MP44, not worth it. Nope, not worth it at all. Not worth it. Not. And MP45, not worth it. There's A lot of them are just not worth it. <laughs> so, MP45 is not worth anything. No, it's not. That's and MP44 has some issues from what I understand, like the knees and it, there's the a couple issues, other It's things. ridiculously overpriced. Even though, <laughs> even, though I got it, even though I got it at a much more reasonable price, it's still not worth that. Especially so if you have MP10. You, would you be mad at me for getting a knockoff of MP44? I guess I bought knockoffs of Masterpiece okay. toys. I don't have any now. I gave them away because I personally don't want to do that, but I'm not going to be mad at you for doing it. I mean, you can understand why. You know, oh, it's yeah. not going I'm, I'm to it. come with the trailer, it's a, but I don't want all that. So, yeah, I'm not going to do it, but you know, you do you. You do you. Hey, uh, so I'm uh, getting that knockoff. so uh we we were going to do a topic this week uh we're trying to do topics kind of like old school rfc how we used to do a topic each week uh during this yeah well (laughs) yeah actually yes that's actually honestly the reason after doing it for several years probably four or five years we just quit doing a weekly topic because it would be a lot of retread even though they're new listeners who never heard conversation around those things uh it just we we stopped doing it, but during this quarantine, I thought, hey, let's do some uh, really easy, digestible content that people like uh, and can argue with us as they as they listen. But I'm going to skip it this week because I actually got a question that uh, you know you know I tried I answer most questions via email. Most don't make the show, uh, and this one normally wouldn't, but I couldn't find the answer. And I'm wearing my Massey Attack T-shirt right now, which I got at tfradio.net/shirt. And uh, we got a wonderful question from uh, listener uh, Chris, not not this Chris, he said, I love the show in the new Massey Attack t-shirt. Me too. It's wonderful. And the question is, when did the original Massey Attack occur? And is the video still available? And that was a great question. I'm like, oh, the original Massey Attack was what, 2017? <laughs> Looked at my email. I references to Massey Attack go back to like 2013. Wow. Yeah. At 
it, like JD referenced like a Massey attack. Uh, but, um, and of course JD for people who uh, don't know, JD passed away back in uh, February of 2014. Um, I, I can't find the first reference. Don, do you remember when Massey first mauled you on video or might it even been before? No, we, we were doing video when you started. Yeah. You tried yeah. to block it out. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, there's been so many, I, I really, <laughs> I, I really can't remember much past the one that's on the shirt. Um, <laughs> just, I just don't remember. Um, I really can't. It's, it's literally just been so many different times when he's just swiped at me or bit my feet or rabbit kicked my rabbit kicked my feet when I wasn't, you know, paying attention to him or jump up on the bed in the middle of the night and bite me because he wants something. You know, just you know, cat things. It, it all blends. So or, probably or when I had, the or, best or when, or, Yeah, or when he scratched. When was Don first on the show? Uh, so back. Well, Don was first on the show during BotCon 2012, live from John DeLuna's living room. But he yeah. started on a regular basis not long after that. Yeah. Well, uh, the I was that that was the last year Mom was alive. She passed away in December of 2012. Uh, on twelve twelve, as a matter of fact, and um, Brian invited me on not long after that, because uh, I was you know dealing with all of that, and I'd already I had Massey by that point, um, so it had to be somewhere around t- early twenty thirteen uh, after he came up here and started living with me. So some it had to be early to mid twenty thirteen. Is what, so JD so so J, when JD reverenced it probably that was probably one of the first ones. So the first one that I could find, I'm trying to remember if it's 427 or four. Yep, it's episode 437, which is at tfradio.net/slash/437, uh, and you can find it. Oh, and you, the video you can't see. Maybe I can move it over. No, but if you go to tfradio.net/slash/437. Around forty minutes into the video, you can you can watch the first one that I can locate. So, and that's uh, <laughs> tfradio.net slash four three seven. That's, that's not, not the, the one that's immortalized on the shirt, right? No, that's a later one. Yeah. Um, that is a later. That's a when later. Did that one occur. That I I thought that was like twenty seventeen. No, I'm legitimately asking because I don't remember when that happened. Yeah. Um, I was on the episode where that one happened. Uh, Diecast was host. Mm-hmm. Know, you were hosting this episode, Chris. Um, oh, I'm I'm sorry to anybody who goes back and listens to that. Then you had a much different haircut back then. Um. Uh, yeah, probably. So, yeah. Uh, TF Radio. I'm watching it right now. Don my, has my his arms recycles. Yeah, Don, it's a lot Don, more gray now too. Don has his arms up like in a guard, trying to keep Massey, who's on the floor, from coming up to attack and attacking him. But uh, tfradio.net slash four three seven is the earliest one I could find, and I don't think we have video going back that much farther on the show. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, You're kind of wrong because I think you made us start doing video in like the middle of 2010. No, yeah, 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 but like on the actual podcast episode. oh okay on the pages yeah so uh like 305 oh no actually going back to tfradio.net slash 305 which is one of the first numbered episodes and that's from uh 20 2013 there's video there so we have video video on the website going back to at least 2013 
Uh, but, uh, yeah. Wow, that's actually speaking uh, of Warpath, uh, looking at episode 305 has, uh, uh, that's supposed to be Quake, not uh, not Warpath, never mind. It's Aftershock, the uh, uh, Shardicon exclusive figure. I still want that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, so Chris, sorry I couldn't exactly answer your question, but uh, you can watch the one, tfradio.net slash 437. I mean, and- I know, I know, I know the famous Massey Attack, I'm calling this one the famous one because it's on a shirt now, like exists as its own video clip and a GIF and everything. Yeah, Massey the Attack Cat on Twitter. That's like, it's like the pinned post. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So follow Massey the Attack Cat. Awesome. Okay, cool. Uh, Let's see here. What else do we, oh yeah. Hey, Amazon tfradio.net slash Amazon. You're supposed to show social distance. You're supposed to, uh, you know, not go out in public if you can. You can buy all sorts of stuff on Amazon. I'm social distancing by yeah. buying crap on Amazon. Especially with all the stuff relatively coming out in the next couple of months because we have, you know, again, no, not counting on whatever's delayed because of what's been going on, but we have a, you know, a metric crap ton of Earthrise slated for the next couple of months. Um, not really, like, the earliest anything is dated right now is for July to September. Well, right. that's, I mean, the next, you know, couple of months. I'm, I'm just saying, though. I don't anticipate the the shark to con figure or whatever it's called uh, to show up, but it's listed currently on my list as shipping on May seventh. The the guard, yeah. Oh, the yeah. Alicon, the Alicon. Yeah. yeah, Alicon. Well, well, that plus you've also got that wave That's of Cyberverse for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so I have one shipping on the seventh. I have like eight from on where? the next shipment, in like September from Amazon. I'm gonna have to get huh. the Takara one too because if it is a different color, I gotta have that. We'll see. I mean, it shouldn't be a different color to the Hasbro release, but it may be a different color to what we saw at Toy Fair. It's unclear at best right now, but the Takara one from those newer stock photos was all in plastics rather than being hand painted. So, in the meantime, I would take that as being more correct than what we saw beforehand. Cool. On the other hand, Earthrise Optimus Prime and its myriad revisions. Yeah, tfradio.net slash Amazon. Anyway, all the Earthrise stuff right now is not even available to pre-order, but you know, keep an eye on it because it will eventually pop back up, I've, probably as it gets closer to the actual release windows. I bet you could pre-order some toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Interestingly I mean, enough. You could try. Interestingly enough, um, I was listening to, gosh, I forget which podcast it was. But uh, they're all talking about how there's not a shortage of toilet paper necessarily. It's that people are at home. So the the toilet paper that's being purchased is the residential toilet paper and the commercial toilet paper. Yeah, the commercial toilet paper like Georgia Pacific and companies like that produce, you know, is languishing and not being sold because offices are closed. And they're trying to get that toilet paper into the uh, retail channel. Uh, so yeah, and also something, Brian, is a friend of mine went to the store to get some toilet paper and couldn't find any. And then uh, he was telling me, I said, "Well, did you go over and check on the Marine, the RV and Marine toilet paper?" Mm-hmm. He says, "I never thought about that. because I, I, I don't know what made me think of that." But uh, so if you can't find toilet paper, go to your local store and see if they've got the RV because people mm-hmm. aren't traveling. Yeah, my Walmart so maybe, had it. Maybe they're. Maybe there's some there. My Walmart, it's a little more pricey, but at least it's, at least it'd be an option. I would say that the stock of toilet paper at my local Walmart when I got these uh, uh, Netflix toys was about 10%, which is better than the 0% it has been. 
Oh yeah, and the and they were in any case though. You could um, go to Amazon and look for uh, a bidet to add to your bathroom. Like I think they install in like twenty minutes. It's worth it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bidet makes life changing. Really, it really is. Just to change the subject slightly, um, Amazon is where I got my copy of Rise of Skywalker. The Blu-ray version is out of stock, but the 4K version comes with everything that the Blu-ray package does, the, the movie, the bonus disc, all on standard Blu-ray, and it's the same price as the film uh, SRP for Blu-ray. So you'll pay a little more than if, than if Amazon had it in stock, but you'll also get it this month. <laughs> does it include a feature that makes you want to care about Star Wars again? That's a you problem, Don. Oh, okay, wow. just checking. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. That sounds more like it's a, that movie problem, from what I've heard. But well, well yeah. I haven't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything it's since okay. the animated Clone Wars. I haven't liked yeah, the last two. Yeah. yeah, it's it's basically an okay movie. I have not honestly watched it again yet, just because I'm. <laughs> I the bonus features were fun to watch. I'm waiting to do the movie until I have a, a time, and also it's just one of those things of. I, I'm just afraid I am going to have the Orchie Kurtzman effect if I try and watch this again and be sitting there going, hey, wait, this is incredibly dumb. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen anything Star Wars movie-wise since the animated Clone Wars movie, so I, I'm a I, little behind. I had, that live without I had that effect the first time I watched it. Yeah, you can, you can just skip, Don. You're fine. Star Wars has played out. <laughs> yeah. Even though, I, even though I love The Force Awakens. I love yeah. The Force Awakens so much to this day. It gave yeah. me so much hope. That was a lot and, of fun. Yes, it did. And the other and two. The Last Jedi was almost half of a good movie. Yeah, The Last Jedi could have been great. I just just didn't didn't work if, for me ultimately. If they had if they had something planned for half of the cast to do, yeah, it would have yeah. been great. For half movie. of the movie, yeah. 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 Yeah, it you're exactly right. It's not the it's not it's not the structure of the film or the the intent behind it. It's it's really the execution of, of that one. So uh but yeah, so there you go. Uh hey. Yeah, radio.net slash Amazon. <laughs> yeah, now the contents of the chat are probably my fault. Yeah. No, the, I mean it's not really it that's it hasn't gone anywhere. It's you're fine. good. You're good. So oh, good. uh so hey, tf slash credits, you can see all of our patrons who are at the touched level. We love you. We thank you. We love all our patrons. And thank you for uh, staying around and hanging out with us during all this. You are wonderful. Uh, I would never, never uh, blame anybody if, you know, all this horrible stuff's going on. But we thank you for uh, being here. Touched level. Our first patron, literally, Kevin Dorsey. Kevin, thank you. Sean Bratton. Jacob Owen Lucia. Sean Hamilton. Jason W. Rye. Mike Mallory. Jason Hiley. Jonathan James. Matthew Dedman. Hector Bones. Such awesome names. Brian Cooper, Nathan Sampy, Spider Bob, Rabbits. I love you, Rabbit. And Emmett Sresevich. Thank you all so much. Next week, I need to just run through like all the patrons. Everybody who's been great. You're awesome. Uh, you can find me personally on Twitter at BKilby and on Instagram at Brian Kilby. And I have some other podcast stuff at BrianKilby.com. So I just posted a new episode of the Happy Daily a couple of days ago. And it, I came clean that I haven't lived. I must, I must say I was shocked and appalled, Brian. Really? You've been I, lying to us all this for time. For four years. I, I've been so uh, basically for people who uh, I basically do that podcast. It was it, when I still lived in my hometown that I grew up in, basically, uh, like I had never left in a journey did, or did anything else. Uh, but for the last four years, I've basically pretended that I still live there and try to make it local. Uh, and 
you know, I really, I, I worked in radio for 16 years. It was my first job. And I missed that uh, community aspect of radio. And I sort of wanted to turn the Happy Daily into what it originally started out as, which was sort of, uh, I wanted it to be kind of like a funny local thing for my, old, my where I lived. And But I don't live there anymore. So I'm going to transition it over to the same sort of thing, but for where I actually live. And uh, actually not only be, you know, like get my stupid jokes in and, and things like that and do crazy stuff, but, you know, I actually do like some news related things and commentary on local happenings. Plus, like crazy, you know, teleplays and stuff that I've been doing on, you know, over the years. But uh, yeah, I came clean. I haven't lived in Wilkes in four years. It was cathartic. But I should have a new episode uh, of the uh, How Was Your Weekend with Wendy here in a week or so. A uh, lot of stuff going on there. And I think I will do Sanford and Son and Transformers, and I will put it there. And if people like it, I'll put it on RFC. But if people don't like it, com. We'll see. Uh, let's see here. We are on the Twitter at TF Radio, Facebook, Facebook.com slash TF Radio. Uh, gosh, Patreon, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Roku, Fire TV, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. That's like the official places that we're at. And then we've like a lot of other places have just sort of ingested our podcast feed and placed us there. We get updates that, hey, you're on this. Hey, you're on that. Great. If you enjoy us on, you know, wonderfulpodcast.ru slash transformers more power to you we don't endorse going there though necessarily no but you can find episodes at tfradio.net you can find uh, our archive going back over 20 years uh rob how do people get a hold of you uh if they want to talk to me about toys figure reviewers on twitter is a good place my video game stuff usually goes to rob flails that is the uh official uh twitter of flail Throughs, my youtube channel which covers gundam battle operation 2 for the ps4 it's a free to play gundam game i enjoy it quite a bit we are doing a bunch of zeta gundam stuff right now so that's like fun wacky transforming mobile suits and the like so and last week was real something really obscure so yeah there, there's fun stuff going on in that if you like what i'm uh what i'm doing there uh check out patreon.com slash flail if you would like to throw money um, you can request specific mobile suits and weapon and color combinations. Um, and of course the Amazon wish list, which benefits, uh, the podcast and me is, uh, tfradio.net slash playlist. Awesome. Chris, uh, you can find my, uh, toy photography articles about toys and photography and guides and things like that. All that sort of stuff collected together at playwithphotography.com. Uh, you can also find random photos and other nonsense on social media at uh, Instagram.com slash playwithphotography or at playwithphotos on Twitter. If you like the work I do in photography and toys and things and, you know, just general nonsense, uh, and, you know, you want to show some support, help me do more of it, Patreon.com slash playwithphotos for as little as $2 per month, you can contribute to my madness. Um, and then, of course, you can follow me personally on Twitter at ChrisRTXV. I'm sure there's reasons why to do that. I just don't know any of them right now. Uh, but if you would like to do me a nice thing at some point and also help keep the show running in some increasingly small way, uh, I have my own Amazon wishlist at tfradio.net slash chrislist, which I've just actually kind of revamped and organized into something that makes slightly more sense than the random mess it was last week. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Don. 
He's waiting to unmute, I think. Uh, Don can be found at TFYLP. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Thank you, Button, for finally responding to my click a minute and a half ago. Yes, I can be found. Oh, thank you, Skype. I can be found on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Excellent. And TFYLP. Uh, let's see here. Diecast. You can follow me on Twitter at Diecast to see all my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. And you can also like me on Facebook at Reviews by Diecast. Cool. And you can watch his reviews on our Roku channel, tfradio.net slash Roku. Sweet. Uh, let's see here. John is at that John D everywhere. Rob Springer is at Robo Rob Springer and at zonebase.org. You can find the show notes for this episode at tfradio.net slash 670. You can leave us a voicemail at 931-99-GOBOT. We should have an episode of uh, It's a Don Deal here in a little over a week, week and a half. And uh, you can leave us a voicemail there or uh, contact us at uh, contact at tfradio.net and ask a question, share a comment, share and a thought. Of course, on our Discord channels, too, uh, oh, we yes. have a you know, special special channel on our Discord server just for It's a Don Deal question. Yeah, and that, that really helps me out because I can just literally go there and scan back. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's awesome. Hey, we love you. We'll see you later. Have a good one. Goodbye. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, when are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements?